you know, I talk about auditing a lot. I think that it is so important to always go back and reflect and not sit in the past, but just make sure that you're really looking at what's working and what's not so that you can make informed decisions moving forward. listening to the Do Good Business Podcast, your safe space to let that passion out, explore how you can build a better business, and do some real good in the world. I'm Sarah Williams, founder of Rebel Office, and your guide as we look into businesses from all over the world who have learned how to prioritize profit, people, and planet equally. That's right, Rebel, it's time to redefine the words business as usual. So cozy up and settle in for some real talk about building businesses with real impact that also make real income. What are you waiting for? We've got work to do. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Do Good Business Podcast. I am so excited. Sarah Williams here, founder of Rebel Office. And you've got me for a solo episode today. It doesn't happen very often, and I'm going to try to bring some in a little bit more. But today, I just wanted to share a little bit more about how to audit your business to create a real action plan for impact. Because auditing, if you follow us over on Instagram at Rebel Office, you know, I talk about auditing a lot. I think that it is so important to always go back and reflect and not sit in the past, but just make sure that you're really looking at what's working and what's not so that you can make informed decisions moving forward. And with it being the end of one year and the start of another, now is a really great time to not only do that reflection and look back on things that have gone well, but also look to the future and explore what kind of impact your brand can have. So when you're looking back and doing that audit, it's always great to reflect on, okay, where do I want to go now? And how is what I have been doing not aligned or what do I need to do to make it more aligned to make that impact happen moving forward? So there are six areas that I always recommend people audit. If you have done a work party with us, you know that we use our proprietary audit template that covers these six areas, but I want to break through or go over them with you um, and offer some questions to get you thinking about each of these categories and looking into your business and say, okay, is it really aligned? Let's figure it out. So the first one is brand strategy. And this is really honing in on that impact and looking at your value proposition, your value statements, your overall mission and vision, your visual brand. So this is really the core brand foundational stuff that happens in your business. So some questions that you can ask yourself are, are your values aligned? Are they still aligned? So if you have value statements that already exist, it's great to write them out and just review them and be like, does this still apply? What's not really sitting right with me? What needs to be tweaked in order for us to get to that next level as a business? Are your brand visuals still aligned? Are they communicating the um, vibe or feeling that you want them to communicate? Are they inspiring? Are they motivating? Is it bold? Really check in on your brand visuals here as well, because your brand experience, which we'll talk about, is very important to help you and amplify your impact moving forward. And the last question for brand strategy that I want you to think about is, is everything communicating that you want or that you need it to communicate? 
So that comes down to all of your brand statements, but also your visuals as well. Is everything that you're putting out there, the core strategy behind your business, is it communicating what you need it to communicate? Okay, sit with that a little bit. The second area is offers. How you make money is how you serve. And that's really where you make most of your impact because you're primarily working with clients or customers. And that's really where a lot of the transformation is happening and where a lot of your energy is going. So that's also where you're making money. So making sure that they're aligned is really, really important with not only the impact that you want to have in the world, but also with how you want to make money and how you want to spend your life, because it's really important that you're also enjoying the process of running your business as well. So when I'm reviewing my offers, I love to write my value statements up at the top of the page before I start building out or reviewing those offers. It really lets me check in on them and be really focused and keep them top of mind. So anytime that I'm reviewing our offer suite or individual offers, I'm always looking back at our values and saying, okay, does this check the boxes? Is there anywhere that's missing? And how can I build my values even more and integrate them even more into my offers with Rebel Office so that it truly, they truly do become a part and a no-brainer of our brand? So some questions that you maybe want to ask are, does this offer feel aligned with the rest of my offers? So do they fit together? Um, is there a natural progression between one offer to the next and vice versa? Also, does the pricing feel like it's a good energetic exchange? Now is a great time when you're auditing your business to review pricing and say, okay, yeah, I offered that a few times and I'm really exhausted by the end of offering that. I think that in order for it to be worth it for me, I still love doing it, but I think it's worth more. Or um, I feel like I'm overcharging for that. That's also possible is not necessarily, okay, I need to charge less, but how can you actually raise the value of your offer to meet that price point as well? So it goes both ways. It's not necessarily increasing or decreasing your pricing. It's also looking at the overall experience and how you um, deliver your offer to make sure that they both match. Another question could be, where can I strengthen the transformation? So that kind of goes with the last point that it's not always about pricing. It's also about the transformation and do they match? The third is experience. And this, we talked a little bit about this with the brand visuals and also your offers. And that's really where they kind of come together. For your brand to have the most impact, you need to make sure that you're creating an excellent and on-brand experience. Because at the end of the day, your success determines the level of impact that you're going to have in this world. Okay. Let me repeat that. Your success determines the level of impact that you're going to have on this world. So I know for me, I've oftentimes get conflicted with, okay, well, I'm not making a big enough impact or I'm not solving world hunger or doing this epic worldly transformation and supporting people in a way by me just running my business. And that's a debate that internally I've struggled with for a very long time. But at the end of the day, with Rebel Office succeeding and me putting my energy there and me helping entrepreneurs really build their businesses to also have an impact, that's me creating a ripple effect in my own way. And also with our financial success, obviously, that also increases our 
donations and us hiring and offering um, opportunities for other people. So it really does come down to your success, really determining the level of your impact. And if you are creating an epic experience and an experience that people want to be a part of and that they want to continue to buy from or that they want to get in on, that's really how you're going to make an impact by building your brand and creating those experiences. Okay. So some questions that you can think of here are where can I create a more aligned experience? This can be looking at your offers or even in your content, really anything, your experiences, your whole brand, where is it maybe not aligned? Where am I maybe feeling some resistance or that it's not totally right? And nothing, let me say this too, is that with your business, there are some things that just won't feel right. Like continuous improvement is part of the process and in entrepreneurship and building a business, there's no real destination, right? Like you're always, <laughs> unless you're planning on selling and you're building your business specifically to sell for a specific price point, you're always going to be building your business and seeing opportunities to improve. But when you're looking at your experience now, is there any way that you feel like you can make some tweaks to put it more into alignment with that vision and that greater impact that you want to have? And then another question could be, where can I let my brand's personality shine through? A lot of times we get in stuck in the motions and we forget that people are in love with our brand and our story. And how can we let that shine through more throughout our experiences? Again, whether it's kind of the pre-purchase experience, the during experience or afterwards, how can you let that let your personality shine through? And are there any areas of resistance? So checking if there are any issues with payment processing, that's a really big area of resistance. Um, or getting people to convert, or maybe your audience isn't growing in some area, how can you infuse your brand more into that and create a real experience out of it so that you can hook more people, not hook them, but like welcome them into your community and really create that um, experience and have that impact? The fifth, no, fourth, one second, fourth area is content. And this is where you really amplify your message, okay? So if no one knows about you, it's really hard to have an impact. And that's where content comes in. So look at, I recommend, instead of questions here, I just have a couple of kind of nudges. And look at your top five pieces of performing content, okay? On each platform that are your primary platforms. So if you do email marketing, Instagram, and LinkedIn, for example, Look at your top five performing posts or emails in email marketing case um, and look at what the common denominators are. Look for the patterns and then rinse and repeat. Okay, look for, okay, why did that perform so well? Ask those kinds of questions so that you can start to figure out what can I do to replicate that success and amplify that success. That doesn't mean stick to that. You always want to be creative and trying new things and pushing the boundaries with content that's not necessarily meaning jumping on trends either. That's just for you internally. But doing this review and looking at what's worked in the past and what's resonated with people can also tell you a lot about what your audience likes, what they care about, <laughs> all of those things. Um, so yeah, content auditing is really, really important. And I highly recommend all of these. I recommend you do every quarter but content could even be on a monthly or weekly basis so that you're always fine tuning your processes moving forward. 
And then two other areas that I'm not going to spend too much time on because they're pretty specific and they're also very different for every business are money and team. So when it comes to money, you want to make sure that not only are your costs contributing to your success, i.e. do your costs have a high return on investment, um, but you also want to make sure that resources are being focused on your main money makers. So an activity that I love doing with people on our work parties going through our audit template is looking at, okay, where has most of your revenue come from? And is that where you want your revenue to be coming from or what needs to shift in order for something else to be your main money maker? Or maybe you didn't realize that something that is relatively easy and requires low resources is making quite a bit of money. So what would happen if you put or delegated a few more resources that way how could that take your business to the next level? So I absolutely love doing the money audit because it can really turn a few light bulbs on, a lot of light bulbs on. Um, but the other piece is the team. So you always want to make sure that if you're outsourcing, and again, I call team like you could have full-time or part-time employees, or you could also just have subcontractors or independent contractors. And I consider that my team as well. Um, But when you're looking at everyone on your team, you just want to make sure that they're in the right role. Does everyone A, fit the role? Do they fit your company culture? But do they have everything they need to succeed? Is there anything that you need to do to make sure that they have exactly what they need to really soar and champion and own their role? Because really, when they have that, they'll be able to take your business and your mission and your impact and run with it, which is amazing and absolutely what you want um, to really get the largest ROI out of your team as well. And once you go through all six of those areas, it's time to create an action plan. So you want to make sure that you are actually using that information and making informed decisions and then running with it and really going with it. So what I recommend is to set yourself a primary goal for the next 90 days. Stick to 90 days, (laughs) try and create one big goal for that time period. And then really think about like, where do you want to make an impact? Is it growing your community? Is it launching a new offer? Is it running a campaign about a cause that you care about? Whatever it is, what is that main primary goal? And then for each month over the next 90 days, so for each of the next three months, Define one to two projects to achieve that lead to that main impact. Okay, so basically you're taking that big goal and breaking it down into three to five or six, but that's pretty high. I would normally recommend one main project per month, but it depends on how you're defining it. I don't want to constrain you to that either. So, but break it down as best you can and think of, okay, what are some campaigns or actions or larger projects that need to happen in order to work towards that main goal? to be completed and achieved by the next 90 days. And then once you have those projects broken down, now it's time to really break it down into actions. Because once things are broken down into tasks and actions, super manageable, the further you can break down, the better. Because who doesn't love checking off a to-do list? Am I right? Um, But once you break it down, then that means you can also delegate and and assign deadlines. So that you can now move forward and everyone on your team knows exactly what they're working towards. You're all working towards that major impact by working towards that smaller project by getting those tasks done. 
And that's really where the magic happens. It's okay. We can do the planning. We can sit down and vision and figure it out. And then now it's time to sit down and get it done. Okay. So I, okay. So one comment that I do want to say about this is that, and playing off of that is that it's important to enjoy the process of auditing your business and planning for major impact. Okay. But it really is important to not forget to prioritize taking action. Like I said, you can do all the planning in the world, but if you're not moving yourself forward and your company forward, it is just words on a spreadsheet. Okay. So with that as well, make sure that you're taking data with a grain of salt. So as you go through this audit, you always want to make sure that you're making space to review and plan properly. You don't necessarily want to take quick action. So if you're starting to see things, um, what auditing does is it really gives you that 360 view and it allows you to step back and make that space because absolutely nothing good comes from rushing. There is stress, mistakes happen, burnout happens, you get it. But ultimately what you want to do is regularly force yourself to stop, take a step back and breathe, and then look at what's working and what's not so that you can realign, readjust, and take intentional informed action moving forward. And that is really where you're going to see the most impact. If you start by thinking like the boss of your company and doing these types of activities, that's really where it's going to happen. Um, if you head on over to rebeloffice.ca slash manual dash roadmap, you can grab our manual for creating a strategic 90 day roadmap and it breaks it all down. Um, all of these steps in a much more specific, um, and broken down with some templates and tools to support you in this planning process. But I highly recommend, um, doing it. There's also some tips on how to communicate your roadmap to your team properly, so again, that's rebeloffice.ca slash manual dash roadmap. If you want to go check that out um, and grab this manual out of our manual suite. Um, but yeah, auditing, I mean, I love it personally, if you can't tell, but it does require the time. So if you're looking for, okay, how can I actually make the time for that? I'm too busy. I don't have time for this. Make the time. Honestly, it is so important and you're going to, it's going to help you realize how much stuff you're actually filling with your calendar that's not actually leading to that primary piece of impact or that main goal that you're going towards. And it's really going to help you reprioritize and get laser focused on where you're going. So have fun with that. If you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out on our Instagram at Rebel Office. It's me on the other end, and I'm more than happy to answer your questions about auditing your business. Or if you're looking to create an action plan for greater impact in your business, you know how to reach me um, or book your work party and we can spend the week together really going over your audit in detail and having you can have that third party perspective and that exterior perspective to talk through your strategy and really think through it and take the time um, and just kind of force yourself to do it. Honestly, it takes discipline, but you've got this. Thanks for listening. Again, if you have any questions, reach out on Instagram. I am there. You just listened to the Do Good Business Podcast. All of the links mentioned are in the show notes for you to check out. And please, if you love this episode, leave us a review and share the good vibes. With a new episode every two weeks, there's so much more goodness coming your way to help you redefine business as usual. Make sure that you subscribe and I cannot wait to see you do good as you build your business your way. Oh, 
And while you're here, head on over to rebeloffice.ca slash guide dash automate to grab your free copy of our guide, five tasks to automate today to hit 5k months. Because when your tools are working for you, magic happens. You'll get instant access plus an action plan to put all of our tips to real work in your business. Till next time, stay golden, Rebel.